When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you want a cup of tea or a cold drink before lunch? Oh, could I have a cold drink, please? What do you have? Oh, I've got your favourite elderflower cordial. Oh, thank you. I've not made any this year. You will, you will. Shall I do before yeah. I leave? Oh, no, that's too much work for you. You've got a lot on. And I'll, I'll make it. And I've got a cold sore and I slept badly, so I've got bags under my eyes. Oh, well, nobody can see in this. You look beautiful. <laughs> Long, hot days in the shade of zombies old tree Making daisy chains and watching all the honeybees So how are you feeling Jane with the move and everything? Um okay I mean it's up and down yesterday was a good day um but today yeah no today's good because I'm here mm-hmm. we only exchanged last week so it's given me two weeks to actually get rid of everything mm-hmm. uh, uh, remaining in the house and I've had some big items to get rid of like sofas yeah I remember you saying which um I wanted to sell so I printed out some some, some notes and put the post of them through my neighbour's doors mm-hmm. and actually I had a really great response oh. if anybody's listening and I need to get rid of sofas just go down your road and pop notes through the door because actually, it's a really good way of doing it. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I've, I, yesterday I sold two sofas from people on the road. That's brilliant. Yeah. And um, and some friends of mine, I'm giving them my table and chairs, which is brilliant because I go, I will go to their house and I'll be able to sit and eat at my table. That's nice. Um, and then they're going to give uh, my sofa bed to somebody who is in need mm-hmm. of, of a sofa. So that's good. So I have one remaining sofa. To get Ooh. rid of one remaining sofa. If there's any listeners out there who need a... No, um, it's got to go next Tuesday. Oh, well, no. They'll, they'll, it'll be too late. But, yeah, so that's good. You know, it, um, I'm getting there. I make your CBD tea now. Oh, lovely, I need that. CBT tea. Or Does that help cold C- sores? Oh, yeah. CBD. CBD CBD. Oil. CBD. This is a booster CBD blended tea. It's good for calming, but also gives you a boost. Brilliant. Well, wait. Yeah. I did actually call um, a clearance company and <laughs> I got I called a clearance company and this guy came on and um, and I said um, he said, Oh what what have you got to to go? And I said, Oh, I've got two sofas and a table and chairs. All right, well that's gonna be ninety five pounds. Me, for me to pay them to take it, so I said, so, "Okay, okay." Um, I said, "If I, I've got, I've got some garden uh, furniture as well. Can I put that in?" Yeah, yeah, put that in. That's all right. Anyway, so in the meantime, I then got rid of the table and chairs, and mm-hmm. I'd got rid of the uh, garden furniture. So I called him up. I said, "It's actually just two sofas now." He said, "Oh well, that's going to be a hundred. That's going to be a hundred and thirty pounds." I said, "I've just taken some items out." He said, "Yeah, but you're leaving us now with the rubbish." I said, they're not rubbish. I said, they're very good sofas. I know, but they're very difficult to get rid of, are the sofas. So, so it's going to be, it's going to be 130. I said, if I added a few more other really decent bits, could we go back to the 95? No, that's going to be 150. It's like, 
kind of weird logic. Did you say no, thank you? I said, oh, I said, I'm just trying to understand the logic of this. I said, so the more I add, the more it's going to be. So I said, is that right? <laughs> yes, that's correct. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right then, yeah. am I now making lunch? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Oh, I've just seen another of my mugs. The pink one. Oh, yes. Oh, I could have brought you two other mugs. And you're probably inundated with mugs now, aren't you? No, I did break a mug this morning and yesterday by accident. Was it one of mine? I don't know whether it was the beekeeping one that you bought me. Oh, not the lovely one. Yeah, um, the hose pipe knocked it off the table. Yeah, and the handle got broke. So, but you've replaced it with all those mugs. I mean, accidents do happen, Jane, don't they? Accidents do happen. Mm. Yeah, um, we're going to have some lunch now. I've got what, my what, 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 what have you got in We've my got, casserole? No, dish? I don't know whether I've made this for you before. It's a Nigella's Moroccan stew. Can I lift it up? Yes. Oh, wowzer! That looks amazing. It's no. really nice. It's great. Have you like sort of? Is, should it have like lamb in it? And you take the lamb out? No, no. It's a vegetarian, mm. ever such an easy recipe. I know. I'm going to want the recipe. It and looks you, so good. Yeah, and it's got preserved lemons, mm. olives, olives, cinnamon. Yeah. Mm. Ginger, cumin, oh. um, you know, all yummy things. And then just root vegetables and an aubergine and a leek. And it's so easy to make with some chickpeas and apricots, preserved lemons. Yeah. It's heavenly. That is good, isn't it? No. And I've got, of course, I've got as a cake for after. Has it got salt in it? <laughs> no, I've not put salt in it this week. I've changed the salt for sugar, mm. so it should be nice mm. and sweet. Ooh, yes. I got used to the salt. Well, I've got some homegrown coriander, <gasps> and this is the first time I've actually harvested it. Is it easy to grow coriander? Yeah, it is if you grow it in like a sunny spot. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've got some up the allotment, but the slugs have decimated everything up there. Oh, yeah, so it's been, it's oh, been um, a bit of a, mm. Ooh, like that a trial. Lovely. And now, Esther, I love your pouch thing, which is on the wall that's got it, that's full of heather. Is that heather? No, it's um, succulents. Oh, isn't it lovely? And that's just like in a sort of cloth pouch, isn't it? Well, you know what, Jane, today I was wanting to talk about vertical gardening mm. because I think it's a really good way um, for us to to grow, especially in small spaces. Yes. So these are pouches that, you know, anybody could... Um, these are quite... They're quite cheap. I got them off eBay. And to be honest with you, they've let me down a bit because they don't really... Ho- they don't seem to hold the soil in very well. Well, I know, because they're gaping, aren't they? Yeah. So, um, but they're fine for the succulents because, of course, the succulents don't need a lot of water or even a lot of soil. But um, after lunch, we'll go and have a look at the, the ones up on the studio because they're brilliant, mm. the plant box ones. Yes, I'd love to see those. Yeah, and um, we, we can see because actually anybody could grow anything in them, including, you know, lettuces and, and vegetables even, tomatoes, mm. strawberries. Anything with vertical gardening, and it's a really good way when you think, Oh, I can't grow anything, I've got no space. Well, actually, if you've got a wall or a fence, you've got space to grow. You know, that's amazing, isn't it? To think outside the box <coughs> and think, You know, how can you use your space? And if it's you know tall but not much ground space, yeah. then this is a perfect opportunity, isn't it? Well, absolutely, it is. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse to grow your own. There is no excuse. OK, 
Okay, well, we're outside eating now, Jane, in the sunshine, and we've got your lovely tablecloth that you bought last week, mm. and um, we're just serving the giant couscous. Oh, how wonderful! So there's yours with Thank the Moroccan you. stew. Looks mm. very good. Mm. This looks fantastic, Essay. You haven't tasted it yet. Oh, I can. Well. You know, it smells a bit funny, but it's yeah, well, it just looks beautiful. Have you got a bit of a sense of any smell coming through there? So good. Can you taste anything? I can. I can taste lots of lemon. Oh, that's oh. nice. That's a tang then for you, isn't it? Mm, from the preserved lemons. Mm, and the pine nuts I can taste in there. Mm, so good. I've got some pickled chillies. Do you want to put those on top? No, I like it as it is. All right, then. Mm, so good, Ess. Oh, Jane, you are. Mm. That's a good... Um, you're ever such a good lunch guest because you always say nice things i don't understand it when people don't i find it infuriating if you've cooked and nobody says anything mm. but not everybody's interested in food are they mm. you know it's all we love to say oh that was yummy mm. that was good mm. me and gloria do that she's always like going oh yeah that's yummy that's mm. delicious mm. but it's a bit if you made an effort yeah tom you'll say oh, very nice but sometimes i wonder whether he's enjoying it as much as i am I think if it was a sausage, you'd say that. Now, if you if Tom cooks, does he expect lots of praise? Um, hmm. We don't cook very often, but he does make very good pizzas, and he loves it. He does make a nice barbecue. He likes to make peanut butter on toast. Hmm. So he's not really a big a big cook. Hmm. No. But he, he, yeah, he, he. I think anyone who makes something likes to. You know, any show you put on, you mm. want an audience to admire it, don't Appreciate, you? Appreciate, yeah. yeah. Well, I notice when I keep my mouth open a lot, I'm always laughing, and on photos, it doesn't always look appealing. Well, it's better than looking a moody old boot, <laughs> isn't it? Mm. It's better that you're like that, Esther. Mm. Esther, do you have this produce? You've not grown any of this apart from your coriander, have you? That nothing is ready yet from no, this no. year? When do aubergines come out? They come out on October the 23rd, mm. about nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> they usually have a little hat on when they arrive. Mm. And they have to cut it off. They come late summer aubergines, and so we are growing them in the polytunnel. Oh, yeah? Mm. How yeah. many do you get, sort of, like, what's your harvest every year, approximately, on, a, on an aubergine? Well, aubergines, they recommend that you only grow five per plant. The, the flowers are quite beautiful. They're, like, really purple. And um, so once you start seeing any more flowers growing, you're supposed to pick them off, um, so you just keep the five. Can you eat the flowers? I don't think so. Um, now, I think we talked before, and I don't know whether it was on the podcast, about dandelions, and you said that you can actually eat the dandelion flower as well, can't you? Well, um, I haven't eaten the dandelion flower, but we can eat the dandelion leaves and the root, but I'm sure you can eat the dandelion flower, yeah. It's mm. all edible. Mm. So delicious. But we're going to... I've got some news, actually, Jane. I know you're still enjoying. You're on your seconds. Don't tell me your news whilst I'm chomping. All right, then. But what I've learned from you, Esther, from your cooking, is um, I think that Nigel Slater does this as well, is to chop in more, bigger chunks. Because I used to fine chop, finely chop my uh, onions, which I suppose are quite good for risottos and things like that. Oh, yeah. But for stews... 
or chilies. Like the other day when I made a chili, I, I I did them, you know, in much bigger chunks. The the onions, and I find that that was a lot better, you know, because I you you that's how you chop, isn't it? You know, you're not so kind of no, but you're not so sort of meticulous about the chopping. They all has to be little fine bits. I like it that they're. You know, there's big chunks of things, like in this stew, you know, it's a big chunk of potato and a big chunk of carrot. Mm. It's not like all little bits. Mm. I think that's really... I think, I think personally, that makes it more tasty. Well, I think it's down to personal choice, but it's also down to what you're cooking, because actually, you know, this needs to be in big chunks, because it's not like a meat stew, it's a vegetable stew, so if you put really small chunks, it'd be like a, just a... It'd just be a, a glue. A mush, so it'd yeah. be a mush, and that's the same for many things but I think I don't know whether I've told you this but um, when I was young I hated knives mm-hmm. um, I was scared of knives and I was like, was worried if they were pointing in my direction I think it's like a you know it's just probably a bit of a strange like OCD thing or something like that I don't know anyway so I didn't actually get my first proper knife till about a few years I think it was about three years ago mm. god you know what I think it was after my dad died I got mm. my first chopping knife really? first big one I mean I've had chefs come round here and they're like what is what sort of knife is this because I've got all these small knives mm. but now I've got a king of knives and it's so sharp and it's really big and I can chop things really fine so maybe in the past you just had lots of chunky things because I couldn't really chop anything up properly I know but I like it like this don't change it well actually today I did use my big knife for those big chunks, so it's it's versatile. Oh, it's it's ever so good though. I'm going to scrape my plate now. Lenny, oh, you're very posh when you say Lenny. Oh, no. Lenny, Lenny, <laughs> Lenny, come on, Len, come and say hello to Jean. See, you responded when you weren't posh. Yeah, Lenny. Oh, now I've noticed this week that Len is a different cup of tea altogether. He's calmed down, not a silly. Yeah, he is actually. Come on, Len. Where are you? He's there behind you. He's behind come you. Come on, do you want to just come up and say hello at the table? Oh, he's, he's, so, got, he's sad today. He's got such um, red eyes. He's, I, sometimes, I think I should call him Red Eye, Red Eye Lenny, because... When I first got him, he had red eyes, and um, I got some cream for his eyes, and mm. they didn't clear up, so I took him back to Battersea, mm. and they said, well, maybe he's got an eye infection. Mm. And he's had the cream for a week, and his eyes did still didn't clear up, so I've decided now that I think he's got... Uh, red eyes. He's allergic to pollen. What is he? But some days he's OK, and then the next day he's got red eyes. You don't think he's a drinker, do you? He could, he could be a drinker, yeah. He could be um, a secret drinker. Mm. What sort of drinks do you think he has? I think he's into vodka. You think so? Mm. I think he also definitely smokes. Yeah. Yeah. I think he smokes weed. Not weed, no. But I think he smokes strong cigarettes, don't you, then? Woodbines. could say today is not that sociable, couldn't you? Whereas hello. Hello, Lenny. There he is. Oh, that's it. He's come to say hello to you. He's lovely today. Absolutely lovely. Oh, Leonard. I'd say keep hold of him. Oh, change your tune then Jane hmm. you? he's become more a dog of your temperament what do you mean I went, well I was unsure last week when he was jumping about and biting his tail uh-huh. and showing off there is a lot of differences between me and him that I don't run around the field at like 80 miles an hour but hopefully mm. one day I will yeah
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Here we are, the lovely cake, your favorite part of the meal, Jane. So today we've got blackberry and apple. Um, with some almond and it's got a little bit of cardamom on the blackberries. Ooh, gosh, you are good. Mm-hmm. Is this your own recipe? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Oh, but aren't you good that you just throw something in and well, it probably know. makes a world of difference? Thank you. Well, to be honest with you, it's, um, mm-hmm. you know, a basic Victoria sponge recipe is all the thing. I think that's what I want to have read at my funeral, Victoria sponge recipe, because it's the only <laughs> thing I really do know off by heart. Oh, well, and then you can add a few ground almonds, you know, a spoonful of buttermilk. And then I just thought, what about some cardamom on the blackberries? So I don't know whether you'll be able to tell, I only put one on, one cardamom seed. Just I saw that, that much admiration for you, Esther. Oh, don't be so daft. Honestly, I have so much admiration for you. You are an absolute genius. You haven't drank it, eaten it yet, you blooming... I know what it tastes like before I've eaten And it smells yeah. delicious, so I know it tastes good. But you, you've lost your taste buds, so you Well, don't... somehow I'm able to taste this today. <laughs> Do you want a spoon? Mm. Not that poor. So somebody who's done a song at the moment about how she was irritated by a boyfriend or a potential boyfriend who put uh, milk in the tea first... And that's the, that's the song that uh, you know he, it was going wonderfully with this boyfriend, and then suddenly he put milk in the tea first, and that was it. And uh, <laughs> that's the song to play on Radio Six. That is a mouthful. Mm, mm, mm. Before this mm. episode, let me just finish my mouthful. Mm. Tell, tell me your news, Esther. Mm. Well, I've just finished my mouthful now. Um, well, of course, swarm last week. Oh. Because, you know, um, obviously my garden bees died. Um, mm. So the wood greeners, mm. they swarmed, mm. and uh, Lynn caught the swarm. Here they are in the garden. So she caught them. Um, they were in a tree on somebody's allotment, and, and then I went up and got the box, got them all in it, and then um, but decided to bring it home here. So, mm. so I really enjoyed having bees in the garden last year. So they're here? So, yeah, they're just over there. Oh, look. oh look at them. Yeah. Gosh, they're loving it. I know, in fact, I keep thinking because this swarm was a secondary swarm. So From that the wood greeners? Yeah, so the first swarm. So that was the old queen leaving with quite a lot of the colony. And then this, this swarm was the next one. I saw the Queen go in, and she was a Virgin Queen. Um, How could you tell? I can usually tell a Virgin Queen. They're a little bit more jumpy than a normal Queen, a normal mated Queen. A normal mated Queen sort of seems to walk 
with purpose almost, but a virgin queen is a bit more jittery and she can be a bit jumpy on the comb. Mm. So she was a bit jittery around um, the hive. I, I spotted her on the floor, actually. The others had all marched in. Mm. Very rude towards the queen. And the queen then suddenly appeared, and I thought, flipping out, there she is. And I, I actually picked her up very gently and I popped her in, so she's in there. With a glove? With a glove, yeah. And then I noticed today... Uh, and yesterday that there was pollen going in so usually when there's pollen going in that means the queen's laying Mm -hmm. but I thought "Mm, she's mated pretty quickly if that's the case so we'll have to see maybe they're just collecting a bit of pollen already for when she comes back from her mating flight but yeah they're all in there there's quite a good amount of bees brilliant s well, fantastic news I know so we'll go up and have a look at them in a minute after we've eaten Thank you. I did have a lawn here. Did you? And I've actually taken the lawn up and it now is all flowers. Just so that it could be for bee forage? Yeah, of course, yeah. Perfect. And, you know, pollinators and, mm. you know, just good for wildlife because now the, you know, the kids, I mean, of course, we've got Bonnie playing in the garden, but now there's nobody here, get rid of the grass, give mm. it to the, the wildlife. Mm. So what I've noticed is I've noticed loads of more bees in the garden and oh, obviously yeah. now, God, there's so many bees, look. It must be the virgin flight. It's got to be. Oh, they've got a yeah. You know, when they go to the drone congregation site, mm. a bunch of them all go with her. Do they? Look at it just for a minute then. It looks so congested, didn't it? Mm. You could go and see whether she's got a crown on. Mm. Should we go and have a little walk round? Yeah. I'll take my apron. My tummy's gone very big now. And this skirt enhances the bigness of it. <laughs> so, Jane, let's go up the garden. Mm. And as you can see, I have got rid of my lawn. I don't even remember your lawness, but why have you done that? To encourage all the pollinators, of course. Oh, and aren't, aren't they enjoying themselves? Look at the bees, they've gone crazy. Oh, yeah. and there's one here, just on your alliums. Oh, so gorgeous. The only thing is, though, once they've pollinated the alliums, you know, because there's so m- been so many bees on them, like, mm. in a day, they can be, you know, the seeds heads start coming. Can you notice? Mm. Like, over there. Oh, yeah. Just to me, like, as soon as they've pollinated yes. each flower, it's not very long before the seed comes. Can you see? Oh. Oh, and then that's finished then? And then that's finished, yeah. Oh, so they can be over quite quickly. It. Yeah, but I've, I've took up my lawn over there by the hives and I've planted, like, uh, all wildflowers. And that that's growing quite well, except I think because it's on a bit of a slope. So this was all lawn, was it? Yeah, that was all lawn there. Right. And there was all lawn round the back of the pond. And now, yeah, there's a little meadow growing. Right, it's lovely. Yeah. And so, the bees look so happy. I know. What are you growing? Oh, what's growing on this wigwam? So that's a little wigwam I made, and it's got a nice clematis, mm. which is very good for the bees. And also, it grows. It likes its roots to be quite cool, mm. and so it grows in the part shade, which is great for my garden. You know, you sort of imagine that a clematis has got to have full sun with all mm. those flowers, but mm. actually, it doesn't. It can do. It can do well in the in a bit of shade. Right. But I was wanted to ask you about your move, Jane, and you know how you feeling because I know you're going to be leaving a lovely garden behind. Yeah, it's very sad, S. I uh, 
Yes, it's it's kind of uh, yeah, very overwhelming actually, and mm-hmm. uh, I've been very 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 sad about it. Yeah, and it is you know it's it's a beautiful house and it's been my home for twenty four years and my my children's home, mm. and my, my ex partners. It's been a real family home mm-hmm. and um, and so it's it's kind of saying goodbye to to an era really. Yeah, it's the end of an era, mm. and um, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, it's been very hard and um, kind of quite hard to visualise my new life, really, mm. and a life without it. But I, I, I know in my heart of hearts that it's the right thing to do and it's the right time to move on. And the family that are moving in are lovely and they've got two little girls. And to think that it's going to be full, filled with, you know, sort of children running about again and all mm. their friends. And, you know, I, I, am, I can imagine that with this new family you know sort of enjoying it and uh, and that's a good thing to imagine yeah. but um but yeah no I'm uh, I'm ready to embrace Brighton and um because I've had my place there for a, a for a year well a couple of years actually but I only sort of moved into it last year but I've made lots of friends um at a really nice pub I've already been invited to a wedding mm. and and a 50th birthday party so it's you know it's kind of quite a brave move but I'm I think I'm going to really embrace it and I think I already feel very welcomed which is great oh you'll be all right yeah i will be all right takes time over here i've been planting some kale <laughs> good segue <laughs> did you think i sounded like i was on a gardening program that was so funny and yes you'll be fine with it Um, at the moment, you know, things are still growing, so I've not really put these in order yet, but all my kale's come up now, and in the next couple of weeks, that's going to be filling out a bit. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, well, there's a bit of spinach over there as well. But this week, it's time to sort of plant things that um, uh, have got, you know, like root vegetables, um, so things like carrots and beetroot and things like that, you can sow them into the ground and they should grow very well because by the biodynamic calendar, it's a good time to plant the things um, that that are that are, are grow underground. So it's a good time to plant things like dahlias and gladioli, um, yeah, and and things like carrots and turnips and and um, you know. Uh, beetroot and that sort of thing Mm. it's a time for the earth sort of drawing down and so they say let's plant things underground Mm. and I see in this bed as well with your kale you've got a couple of alliums as well so you've sort of thrown in a bit of colour as well Yes, I have. <laughs> I think they were in the compost, actually, and then they've just come up in the, the, in the bed. Oh, We've got some compost over here. Oh, yes, I like compost. I have compost. I've yeah. thrown all my accounts into my compost. Oh, it should be very rich and very <laughs> uh, fertile. Falter. Yeah, I'm going to just grab a handful of that compost and let's see what it's like. Mm. So you can see this compost. Tom's only just taken this out the other day. A few things seeding in it. Oh, yes, yes. Um, Worms. Yeah. So it's quite nice, isn't it? Very. Yes, yeah, very rich. Uh, what's moist, that word? Moist. Humus. Humus. Does that mean r- Moist. I think it does. It doesn't mean it's like hummus, does it? Mm. But, you know, you can see there's going to be... You can see my knobbly fingers when I point. (laughs) But it looks nice, doesn't it? It almost looks like you could sort of spread it on the top of a cake. I think you'd eat it. Yeah, you can eat anything. 
Shall we finish off by going to look at the new colony? Oh, yes, please. Have you named the new colony? No, perhaps we could do that oh, now. yes. In this colony. They're lovely, aren't they? Mm. They seem to have gone a little bit quieter since uh, 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 when we saw them all going wild, when the Virgin had gone off for a flight. I know. Uh, and they've, got, they've calmed down a bit. Does that mean they're waiting for her to come back, do you think? Well, I think that was her coming back, to be honest. But I could oh. be wrong, or... Well, it could have been them. It could have been her going. Mm, and I see you've got another um, hive on that green bench. Is that you're hoping for another swarm? Well, I might hope for another swarm, but I'm just keeping. That's just my old hive. You know, I've cleaned it all out because you know I had disease. Mm. Um, so I've been blowtorching them and just keeping them all on check or clean. Yes. But I just saw a drone going in. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I saw some pollen going in. So, you know, it could be that the Queen's already started laying. Brilliant. I can't wait to have a look inside. And that's your new hive, isn't it? Yeah. Lovely. It looks gorgeous. Hmm, so the name for them. Well, at the moment, they seem to be quite calm and zen. Maybe we'll call them the zens. Mind you, we have had a cup of CBDT, haven't we? We're Maybe the... we'll call the CBTTs, CBDDs. <laughs> C- or the CBBBs, or the <laughs> CB- CBDBs. <laughs> the CBBs. See, I don't think we should, I think we'll get mixed up if yeah. we do that. CBDBs. We'll call them the CBDBs. <laughs> I think that's a bit of a mouthful. I'll try and remember. OK, good luck. CDBBs, CDBBs, CDBBs. <laughs> Repeat the three times than me. CDBBs, CDBBs. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Have you had anybody fall into this pond? Yes. Thank you so much for lunch. Such a good lunch. And your lovely cake. And your beautiful garden. It's just always an idyll coming here. Oh, Jane, well, I'm going to be really thinking about you at the weekend. And I know it's been a very difficult journey for you, but it's all new beginnings. Yeah. And we just don't know what the future brings, do we? It's exciting. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, it's about letting go as well, which, as humans, we're not very good at. But actually, once we do let go... You know, everybody said to me, you'll get there and you'll wish you'd have done it years before. And I'll call you up whenever I'm feeling down. Queen Bees is written and created by Esther Coles and Jane Horrocks. It is produced by Claire Broughton, Andy Goddard and John Wakefield. Our title music is Sweet Nothing by Amy May Ellis and Will Cookson. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Queen Bees Pod for pictures and videos from the hive. Queen Bees is a hat trick podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.